The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Hi, this is former Pro Bowl Center for the Buffalo Bills, Eric Wood, and you're listening to Nate and the Fellas on the Circling the Wagons podcast on the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills. Yeah. 2022. We here. Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times, here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. That was was it. I got my co-host Mike here for this Twitter space. This is going to be pretty, pretty informal. We're, We're outside of the stadium. We are in a private lot outside of the stadium. You can hear some of the... uh, the post-game uh, tailgate music out in the, we can see Highmark Stadium. I wish, I gotta, I gotta find a way to save, show you the video, stream the video of where we are right now. Because you can see Highmark Stadium all lit up. The stadium's lit up. This game took freaking forever just to finish. But um, wanted to get through to you guys. So if you guys are not familiar with this Twitter space, uh, welcome to the Circling the Wagons Twitter space. I'm your host, Nate. Guys, thank you guys so much for joining us, listening to this. Uh, this game was intense, and not in a good way, but um, in the end, we came out with a dub. That's the only thing that matters. If you're not familiar with our Twitter space uh, before, this is your chance, your chance to get your voice on our podcast. This is your chance to give your thoughts on the Buffalo Bills. This is your chance to give your thoughts on the outcome of this game. Were you happy with it? Were you upset with it? Did you guys almost have a heart attack and or stroke like we did? This is your chance to talk about it. So we've already got a bunch of guys, a bunch of people, I'm sorry, requesting um, the mic. So I definitely will give you guys a chance to talk about it. But first, this Twitter space is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. If you are in the Western New York or Central New York area, do yourselves a favor. Check out the Delago Resort and Casino. You will not regret it. So first things first, I'm going to go to a guy that I haven't gone to before. 
uh, we got my guy Coach Banks talking about the Buffalo Bills 34 to 31 win against the Dolphins. And uh, John, Coach, Coach, what's going on, man? What's up, man? Hey, go Bills! Go Bills! Go Bills! What were your thoughts on the on the win, man? Um, so uh, contrary to popular belief, I found out uh, I was actually really impressed with uh, the way the defense figured it out, kind of towards the end. Uh, we've been getting cooked for like eight weeks. Uh, we've just been getting cooked in the secondary. Uh, I felt like they kind of figured it out. It's a division opponent, man, and I think that people forget that like division games are harder to win. This is a team that had beaten us before. We beat them twice. It was a combined what three points or something like that, yep. or four points was the difference. Like teams build themselves to beat the best teams in the division, and this Dolphins team came to play. And I'm not mad at them. It's a division game. They threw everything at us, but. I don't think we run the same kinds of risks on offense with a better quarterback under six center than Scholar or whatever his name is. <laughs> like we're not we're not running the same kinds of risks. And I think that I think that I think pump the brakes on the on the fear because we ran the same number of plays almost at one point. And the difference was in shitty offensive plays. Uh, a big tip, like the, the non-call on the holding by Cole Beasley on the comeback. Uh, the tip ball, Josh trying to do too much. It happens. But I'm not, I'm not concerned. I was concerned about the defense. And you know what? They played very, very well, considering. So that's how I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate that. Thank you very much, Coach. Appreciate you coming on. Go Bills. So, John, John brought up some great points. It is a divisional game. They will throw everything at you. And they were smart. They did not hold back Skylar Thompson. They didn't make sure that he just ran the ball 50 times in the game and just did short passes. I mean, they did do short passes, and they had success with those short passes. But, I mean, they let him play. One thing I'll say is it's absolutely a division game. They wanted this game. They know us better than a lot of other teams will uh, in this postseason. Uh, but, man, the Bills did not get enough pressure on Skylar Thompson. He had way too much time. And you know what? He didn't look half bad. I will say that. And I don't know if that's a coverage thing or a pass rush thing, but that were that was my thoughts on it. And, and it didn't look pretty. The Bills did give the Dolphins a lot of opportunities to score. There were a lot of mistakes done by the Buffalo Bills. And in another game which next week, you know, you start off 0-0 zero and zero in the postseason or 1-0 and or whatever you want to call it, it's, it starts back to zero. So you have to win that week, and you have to make less mistakes. If the Bills make less mistakes against the Bengals or the Jaguars or whatever, then they still have a pretty good chance. Colby, my guy Colby is in. He wants to get a chance to give his thoughts on the game. What's up, brother? Colby, you there? You hear me? I can hear you a little bit. That's okay. That's okay. Why don't you? What? Hey, I hear you now. Yeah, I got you now, bro. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Um, what a game. Uh, I, I felt like I was going to have a heart attack or, and a stroke at the same time. <laughs> um, I, 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 I felt nervous throughout the whole game. Um, at first, it was kind of like I felt a little bit okay because we started out 17-0. But then, uh, you know... Uh, the dumb interceptions by Josh Allen, uh, which I, I felt like one of them wasn't his fault. The one that he, the first one he threw, yeah, that's on yeah. Josh. But the other one, I think, is on Beasley. And then 
man, the pass rush that the Dolphins were getting really didn't help either. I mean, Josh had that fumble, and I really have to blame that on the offensive line there. It's not on Josh. Um, but I, I really feel like this was a, this was a game that the Bills uh, could have easily won by, like, 10 or 17, in my opinion. But they made it difficult, and they made it hard on themselves, and they won only by, you know, three so it just doesn't it just doesn't seem it just doesn't seem like a good a good good thing but i wanted to ask you nate who do you want to yeah. see next the jags or the uh bangles <laughs> oh man that is a great question by the way you brought up a lot of good points there and uh and i can't really argue with what you said about the interceptions um and the fumble uh i think i would rather go with the jaguars just because I'd like to see, uh, I'd like to go against a team that doesn't have a, a ton of experience in the playoffs. You know, it'll be in Buffalo no matter what. But um, coming yeah. from the South, coming from deep South, it'll be a little bit different. Um, they had a home game last yep. night. Uh, I don't know. I, I just feel like you're really pressuring a young quarterback that way. Uh, into, but I, I mean, there's, it's going to be a tough game no matter what. But I think they, they show up better against the Jaguars. What do you think? Um, I, I think either team. I, honestly, like it, it, I feel like the Bills beat the Jaguars, and I feel like the Bills beat the Bengals. Um, the Bengals' uh, offensive line, I don't know if you know, their offensive line's banged up no. very bad, okay. very bad. And they have trouble already protecting Joe Burrow. So it just – I feel like that favors our pass rush, in my opinion. Yeah. But that's just, that's just my, my opinion. Um, I also think today played well. Uh, we didn't seem yes. like we got cooked at all. And um, Kyrie Elam. Um, yeah. And, you know, yeah. uh, whoever we play next week, you know, I, I'm going to – I'm, you know, I was negative last week, but I'm positive, man. Like, the Bills have got me in a little bit more of a positive mood. I was I was going berserk earlier, though, when it was 24 to 20 Dolphins. I was going crazy. I was yelling. Oh, yeah. My girlfriend told me to chill a bunch. <laughs> she told me that I was overreacting. I told her I haven't seen you know I haven't seen a freaking Super Bowl ever in my entire life. I was born in I was born in '96, mm-hmm. so like oh yeah, I've never seen one. <laughs> oh yeah, so it's just it's, it's a big deal. Oh yeah, well you think about all of the and dude, thank you, Colby. You're the man, man. I appreciate you coming in for sure. Go Bills. Thank thank you, man. Thank you. Go Bills. And, uh, you know, that's the thing is, you know, I forget because I'm a little bit older than you. I was not born in 1996. Spoiler alert, I was born a little bit earlier than that. I remember one of my first memories is the first Super Bowl of the Giants game. Not my first memory in life. (laughs) My first memory is a Bills game. And I take that for granted because a lot of fans out there haven't experienced anything. Now, I will say, though, you are not missing anything by experiencing the pain that I felt watching four Super Bowls and having fans of, other teams uh, in your school tell you about how the bill stands for boy, I love losing Super Bowls over and over again for four years straight. But, uh, you know, this this the whole entire season was on the line. So I absolutely get where you're coming from. We were very fortunate. We were able to get tickets to this game. And it's the first game we went to all this season, either of us, either Mike and I, our co-host Mike and I. And uh, the whole time I'm thinking – the Bills went 13-3. and three. The entire season could be resting on this of, like, not making a mistake, not fumbling the ball away, not th- 
throwing an interception when you shouldn't be, you know, in the final minutes of the first half. It's just like, I, I get you, man. We the, the stadium was abrupt. And you guys will have to let me know if you want to, uh, the next commenters or whatever. Like, that game was just terribly officiated. At least it seems so uh, from the stadium level. But maybe you guys have more thoughts on this. I'm going to roll over to uh, my guy Jason Statham real quick. My favorite Jason Statham in all of uh, the U.K. and England. Um, Jason, Jason, give me your thoughts, man, uh, across the pond. Again? You chill? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, for real, yeah. The only thing that was stressing me out was the the referees, really. The, the delay, of, delay of games, delay of game calls, which they kept missing. I was shouting at the screen, why are they not giving it? Why are they not, why are they not calling it? And all of a sudden, we call a timeout. And I'm, I was... <laughs> It's like it like really baffled me, um, yeah. but at some point in that game, I never really thought we would lose that game. I thought we was in control of it to probably eighty percent of the game. We just yeah. need to make smart decisions. Yep, yep, absolutely. That's smarten it up. Stop throwing hero balls. I know the way it's a couple of times with some fantastic catches, but mm. keep it simple. Run the ball. Play screens. Dink and dunk. It, it's not hard. <laughs> what is it with Jason? It feels like with our team, and I'm seeing this inside the stadium, you brought up some great points and made me think of it. Like other teams, like I watch the Dolphins, right? And they're just doing like a bubble screen. And it's like a yeah. four-yard pass, right? And it goes for 17 yards. I'm like, how come when we try to do that, we get stuffed like for a yeah. two-yard gain? And, and like yeah, you said, no, no. Yeah, exactly. Screen passes don't exist. Like, even a check down to a running back that's like a six or seven yard gain. Like, it's just, uh -huh. it seems so difficult for us sometimes with those small, you know, plays that are just kind of minutiae in the grand scheme of things, you know? Yeah, it is. And you, you look at the, the players who we've got, like Cook um, and McKenzie, you know, even, even, even like Hines. Just these, these like speedsters, so to speak. Yeah. Why can't we let? Why can't we set them free? <laughs> yeah, I definitely question some of Ken Dorsey on that. But you're right. Yeah. You know, the grand scheme yeah. of things, I like the point that you brought up. The longer this game was going to go on, if the game was only two quarters, they might have had a chance to win, right? But the game, yeah, just a long enough time, a long enough sample size, like we were the better team in the. Grand we was. In the grand scheme of things, we we played well. Shakir made some fantastic catches. He was very good today. Um, yes. Defensively, we didn't give up the big plays, yep. which was which was good. Um, but we, like I say, we just need to tighten the adjustments that our times made. We're, we're good. Um, we just need to tighten it up, man, and and play better, as McDermott would say, better situational football. Yes. Is he, wait, is he talking about situational football the way that I think so, or the way that uh, is more popular over there? Both? Um, yeah, both, basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it, read the situation. <laughs> <laughs> but, awesome. um, no, I was, I, you know, we, we're a good team. Good teams always find a way. And yeah. um, I was totally happy with a win. Yes. Um, we're all on next week, yeah. Absolutely. And, and to your on. point, out of, out of the Jaguars and the Bengals, I'd rather have the Ravens. <laughs> You'd rather have the guy that doesn't have Lamar Jackson as starting quarterback, right? The team that doesn't have it, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I like that point. Man, appreciate for sure you coming in, Jason. You're the man. Go Bills. Go Bills, man. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. 
But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. I thought about Jason, too, because one of his nicknames that he came up with for the podcast, for our recap podcast, is Matt the Missile Milano. And, dude, Milano had a freaking game today, didn't he? God, I love that guy. He is so good. He's so good. There's a reason why he made first-team All-Pro. It is a shame that this is the first time he's gotten it. He is just so good. Dude, Tremaine Edmonds had an amazing game today. And I like Tremaine Edmonds. I don't love him like I do Matt Milano. But how could you not love the game? The Tremaine Edmonds do. I thought he murdered a guy tonight. I thought tonight, today. I thought he murdered a guy today. And uh, what a clean hit. What a perfect textbook hit by Tremaine Edmonds. I loved it. Uh, I'm going to go over to Devin. Devin's been patiently waiting. I appreciate the heck out of you, Devin. Thank you for waiting and coming on, brother. Uh, uh, what are your thoughts on today's game? As I connect, I have terrible, terrible uh, connection issues here, but the stadium. I think go I just ahead, got Devin. connected. Yep, yep, we're good. Yeah, I'm just kind of curious, like, at some point, Josh was going to have to come back to a little bit of a statistical mean, and, I mean, maybe it's convenient that it happened this evening. Always want him executing a little bit better than he did, but um, I think there was a, there was a, a regression coming. 14-1 to 1 in terms of touchdown interceptions is ridiculous. Um, so we survived that, and like, all right, get back on the high horse as you get into the next round. Absolutely. I love that point, Devin. You know, thinking about that in general, it's like if there was a game this postseason or a team to have this game against in the postseason, doesn't it make sense that it, it's hopefully only against the Dolphins? I mean, the team that's on their third string, seventh round rookie quarterback. I mean, thank God it was against the Dolphins. I'm not sure you could get away with that against the Bengals, depending on the week, or the Chiefs. I mean, you have to play really good football against those teams and, uh, and potentially against in the Super Bowl against whoever they might play. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. The regression to the mean. I mean, I didn't, I didn't hate Josh's game. I didn't like it, though. I mean, if you were – real quick, Devin, um, if you were to give uh, uh, a rating out of five fire emojis for Josh Allen's performance today, what would you give him out of five? That's hard. Um, yeah. I mean – the thing that's so tough is that in every way he still ends up being at least partially responsible for finishing the thing off and getting the win. Um, ended up, he, I think he ended up over 300 yards. Is that right? Um, that's a great question. I did not get good stats in the uh, – hold on. Hold on. I'm bringing up CBS Sports. Uh, Josh Allen, yeah. 23 for 39, 352 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. I mean, the Bills are playing – Oh, did I lose you, Devin? Nope, Sorry. I was on mute. 
I was just talking. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, I think Josh against Kansas City is five fire emoji Josh. And yeah. um, I think just right now, I think you got two, maybe three fire emoji Josh. Like, you got to walk out and win. And I actually, I was talking to some friends of mine that are Bills fans. It's like, I actually don't care who we play. I don't just win the football games. And so, um, yeah. It, it was fun to watch Josh last year just do what he was doing and, and for them to walk away without having one one with that is tough. But I just care that they win football games right now. So, like, do what you got to do to get to the next round and kind of go from there. Ugly is fine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That is the most important thing in the grand scheme of things. I mean, I was biting my nails. I was, like, you know, jumping up and down the stadium, like, oh, when are we going to do this? What's going on? Why are we winning? Uh, when it was really tight and the Bills were losing at one point. But you're right. At the end of the game, we walk out and we're just like, who cares? Who cares if it's a if it's a 20 to 19 win or a seven to six win in the playoffs? It does not matter. You move on to the next round and they end up going home. We sat around a lot of cool Bills fans, sat around uh, some Dolphins fans, too. They were super cool, um, as you would expect. I mean, for the most part, Dolphins fans are really cool. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate you coming on, Devin, man. Go Bills. That was awesome. Devin came in, brought up some really good points. Hey, um, just want to remind you guys that this Twitter space is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. If you're in the Western New York or Central New York area, do yourselves a favor. Check out the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago in DeLago Resort and Casino. Uh, it's a great time. It's a jewel of Waterloo, New York. Um, if there's no more requests to talk to come in, I'm just going to say a couple of things really quick. Um, like I mentioned before, um, it doesn't matter how they get there as long as they advance to the next round. Um, loved a lot of the different fans I was seeing. ESPN was recording a lot of cool uh, fan fan uh, fair over by where we were tailgating. Um, it's a pretty cool site. I wish I could show. I'm going to take a picture with it uh, of it and share it with you guys. We were uh, supporting local uh, residents. We got a private lot over here. Um, thank you to Jimmy um, on Twitter that uh, DM'd me and suggested this random lot. This is awesome. We love it. Uh, we're tailgating right now. We're cooking up some food. Uh, we got some burgers. We got uh, a frozen pizza we might cook up. We are um, taught. We are, we are tailgating next to some really cool Canadian residents. They're friends of ours that are. Uh, are you guys tailgating too? Are you guys still going? Are you going home? You just got the grill going, right? Are you going to get the fire pit going too, or is that is that done for the night? <laughs> you think you're too drunk for the fire pit? That's awesome. You guys are on a, on a podcast. You want to say hi to a – you're on a Bills podcast. You want to say hi? Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. Super cool, guys. Super friendly. Very fun. Um, Mike, our co-host, Mike. Mike, do you want to say hi real quick to the to the fans or to the people out there? Do you have anything to add about today's experience or tailgating or anything? I loved it. At the end of the day, like, if I'm the main character in this narrative, you couldn't have asked for a better day. It was very entertaining from start to finish. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of us were thinking blowout, but single elimination tournament, you win and move on. No, You remember the Super Bowl champion, you don't remember any of the scores of any of the playoff games. I don't care. Win and move on. I exactly. love it. No regular season games, no playoff games. Nothing. All that matters is the Super Bowl once you get there. Super psyched for next week. Exactly. Exactly. What do you think of the tailgate experience? So so real quick, I, I know folks are folks are just listening. There was a really cool tailgate experience we did. We finished all of our tailgating around 10.30, like our food, our drinks, or whatever. We walked around, geez, we walked around the entire perimeter of almost every single tailgate lot. And uh, what, 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 you know, for people that haven't been to a Bills tailgate, or they've been to some lots, but not all of them, I mean, what did you take away from that? We went to the Hammer lot. That was one of the first lots that we went to. 
like I mentioned, we, we have like this private lot in this residence, this uh, gentleman's residence. Uh, he had like 20 cars parking his lawn, which is a great business, by the way. I mean, God bless him. I wish I wish we had a lot. <laughs> the real estate here in Orchard Park must be super expensive. <laughs> like $50,000 houses must be worth like a million just based on the parking lot rental. But um, what about that? We started off in the hammer lot. That was cool. They did not do ketchup and mustard extravaganza at the at Pinto Ron's lot. But that was a cool place to check out. Um, trying to think. I saw some people doing the bowling ball shots. There was a red fire engine. And I wish I remember um, the ladies who were running. It was like 716charities.com or something on Instagram. Um, if you guys know what that is, like uh, add it in the chat or whatever. But like they had this fire engine, this red fire engine. It was old school, but it was like it was not rusty or whatever. Like it looked like it was brand spanking new. And they had four, three or four taps. And they were like, do you want a shot of Fireball? Do you want a shot of vodka or tequila? And I said, how much is it? And they said, it's free. I was like, well, can I give a donation? They're like, no, just check out our Instagram page. I wish I could remember it to tell everyone else. Would have been ideal, but I had a shot of tequila, and it was not low-shelf tequila. It was it was enjoyable. It was a great time. Do you Between remember? that and the free sample, like. Free samples, yeah. You, you drank for free, didn't you? Yeah, I drank for free. I didn't bring any beer with me today. And I had like three or four drinks between walking between lots. But I would say Bill's Mafia is real for right. Like if you, even if you didn't bring food, games, anything, bring a case of beer, walk around, and you could eat, do any experience you wanted. Like people bend over backwards to make you feel welcome. Uh, I didn't see a lot of table smashing. No, I no did table not see, smashing. Yeah, I didn't see a lot of. Last time we came, it seemed like. Every other person was trying to scam us, sell us beads. <laughs> <laughs> there were no beads selling. No, the cold, the cold weather, I think, deterred a lot of that. Uh, it's kind of nice, actually. Um, but the atmosphere is electric. There's something different about playoff football. If you've never been to a game, got to put it on the bucket list, I think. For sure, for sure, the bucket list. I mean, I was – so I'm not – I mean, I'm a pretty sociable guy. I went in and talked to, like, several different Bills fans. We have uh, – there was this guy who put up a, a goalpost on the front of his truck. Like he built it. That goalpost must have been like 15, 20 feet tall. Like it was a legit goalpost. And he's like, You want us to take pictures of you? Like, hell yeah, man. Thanks for taking photos. He's like, Oh, you mind taking photos of us? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, how did you start this? He's like, Oh, buddy, here's, you know, we're talking. We're just shooting the shit. There was a guy bringing a 30 pack of bush. It looked like into the stadium. I talked to him. He's like, Hey, you want a bush? I'm like, Oh, thanks, thanks. man. Like, super cool. Yeah, goalpost guy. Like, how many uh, motor vehicle traffic laws is this violating? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah it's you can't describe it you got to come out and see it you got to come out and see it um and if anybody does they should hook up with you you know yeah 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 dm us or whatever if we know that we More might do it next week yeah. we might do it next week mike was able that's another thing we got to talk about this on the podcast recap which we will do a podcast recap on the buffalo rumblings podcast network but there was a thing where like they didn't release all of the buffalo bills tickets at least the buffalo bills themselves didn't release their tickets up all the way up until the game, right? Because on the resale market, they had tickets up immediately, right? For like two or three times what they were actually worth, if not more. But you kept with it. You waited till what was yesterday? Saturday. <laughs> yesterday, Saturday. You bought the tickets then, or Sunday, Friday. Was it Friday night you bought the tickets? I, t- I told you all this. I thought you were putting it in the vault, man. <laughs> no, the mental go. vault is empty. The mental vault is non-existent. It's been robbed years ago. No but like, yeah, all. Friday. But like, yeah, we went there and uh, you were checking out the site. And you got us amazing tickets. We were like 17 rows up on like the goal line or whatever. And it was for the same price of people offering like the absolute nosebleeds of the entire stadium. So it was worth it. Check that out. If you guys, we'll talk about it more on the podcast recap. But um, 
but this was this was a lot of fun. Thank you guys. I would say for, if you do come to a game in the cold weather, if you come next week, want to meet up, um, we can talk about it on the podcast. We'll like, talk about it on the podcast. Th- two, three things that I think would make the day a completely different experience. Okay. Like if you bring, like I would say, the MVP of the day is like hand warmers. You sure. spend four bucks, get six hand warmers, gloves, feet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, neck, groin area. I don't know. <laughs> like, it makes a world of difference, right? Yeah, Card- we talked about cardboard yep. um, to stand on. Cardboard to stand on, yeah. Uh, you can bring food in. Bring food in. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about that like, real so quick. Yeah. Thi- like, food for, uh, you can bring in a sub sandwich and pistachio nuts. Did you guys know that? Because I did not know that. You I can bring in just a couple of things, make these, but, you know, people one row away from, like, we're. Uh, if you prepare, you yeah. feel great. And if you're one row away and you haven't put any thought into it, Google that or listens, you don't know just a couple of tips. Like it's completely like freezing the entire game, and it's, yeah. it's no fun. It's no if fun if you're not comfortable. If you're not comfortable or warm, it's it's a it can be a miserable experience. Luckily, it was 30 and sunny while we were there. Barely any uh, wind, but it did get colder as the night went on. But at the same time, like w- real quick story, I'll I'll leave this leave this last story with you guys. Um, is that uh, there was a, uh, it looked like a grandfather and a grandson um, together uh, watching the game. And, uh, and halfway through the game, they both took their shirts off and stayed shirtless for what, a quarter, it seemed like? You got to set the scene, though. So, okay. Kid, like, shivering before him. Like, ah, I'm going to have to give him my, <laughs> one of my six hand warmers. <laughs> Even with all his clothes on, with right? All his clothes, all his clothes yeah. on. You're like, yeah. he's not prepared for no, this. Not at all. He's grandpa not did not. Is that his grandpa or his dad? Not, I don't know. Older dad or younger grandpa? <laughs> I can't tell the difference. But yeah. Family friend? No, Family they were too friendly. Oh, go me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, he, he was cold to begin with. He didn't with. know about the cardboard trick. He didn't know about uh, hand warmer tricks. So we hand were going to help trick. him out. Did he even have and gloves? Then he, and then they started stripping. Then they started stripping. He, grandpa or dad, old dad takes off his shirt. <laughs> Kid takes off his shirt. And I'm just like, oh, like, this is awesome. Like, what a bonding moment. And then it lasted for a whole quarter. I'm like, am I going to have to call CPS on this? Like, what's going on? Poor kid. Like, this kid's like, woo! And it was funny because uh, the kid... He's all he wanted to do was chest bump his grandfather the whole time. He's like, "Woo, yeah!" His grandfather's like, Shh, "All right, all right, all right." I'm trying to watch the game. Just funny stuff, man. Kids are hilarious, hilarious. Big Mike. So Big Mike wants to get one word in before we discuss any more of this tailgating experience. But before we give it in, Big Mike, do you have anything that you want to add for this before we uh, before we add before we end this podcast or this this Twitter space, brother? Bottom left hand corner. Turn that mic on could be connected yes there yes sir yes sir what's what's going on big mike well i know if you remember earlier in the season i've always been the guy that kind of harp on all the negative but i'm not gonna do that today a w is a w is a w playoffs football it didn't look pretty but we got that dub i'm sitting here at a casino this place doesn't have uh sports betting I'm glad I didn't do that because I probably would have lost my whole bankroll. But, I mean, it is what it is. I watched this game. The first half, I was super excited. Second half, it got pretty nervous. But, you know what? I'm happy. We move on next week. Oh, it's just going to keep getting tougher and tougher. I think we're going to rise to the occasion. And I wish, honestly, I could be there in Buffalo to get some of this uh, 
tailgating experiences that you all been talking about. I, you know, I would love to down here in South Texas. We don't get any of that stuff. <laughs> I can't, I can't make it. So, but I appreciate you guys. I appreciate the win. I'm happy. Even if I go lose all the rest of my money today in the casino right now, I'm still going to be happy. Dude, good luck at the casino, man. What's your game over there? Blackjack? Craps? What is it? I, I mostly I mostly do roulette, and I stick to most of the slots most of the time. I don't like to go in there and, you know, be the – I don't have much experience with the card games, so I don't want to be the guy who runs everybody else's day as well. <laughs> that is that is Buffalo through and through, man. City of good neighbors, just helping out your fellow man. Thank you, Big Mike, for coming in and ending – and end in this this great Twitter space. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you guys. Go Bills. Go Bills. Dude, that was awesome. What a great way to end this podcast. Thank you guys all for being a part of it. Um, I, I I appreciate the fact that Big Mike didn't mind hearing about uh, the tailgate experience as you guys did. We're going to get into it even more on this uh, on the episode, the, our, our uh, post-game recap that we do with our co-host, uh, John, also along with Mike. Um, but we're going to finish tailgating here uh, with our friendly, friendly Canadian neighbors um, that are really super cool and friendly. Everyone here is awesome, man. It is a huge, great community. Um, even the Dolphins fans were cool, which you would expect. But, like, man, it was it was a great experience. This is, we haven't gone in a year, year and a half. And uh, I would really love to to share this with you guys. And, uh, and uh, I'll post some pictures on Twitter and stuff like that. So thank you guys all for listening, for being a part of this, as I mentioned. This episode is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Speaking of casinos, Big Mike, the DeLago Resort and Casino has has a, has a lot of fun games, man. Craps, whatever. I'm a craps guy myself, but I do appreciate roulette and uh, and uh, and everything else. So, guys, thank you guys all for listening. Uh, we're on to the divisional round. Uh, this is a big deal. Uh, th- either that we're going to see the Bengals or the Ravens, or whatever. We're going to see uh, a good team no matter what, but it's going to be a fun ride, guys. I hope you guys end with a, uh, on a good note. In noticing that, go Bills, and we will talk to you guys again very soon. Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Yeah. Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Yeah. Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Uh. It's the Buffalo Bills, eh? It's the Buffalo Bills, eh? Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Josh Allen, Steph Diggs, Shaq Lawson, who's stopping us? No. Trey Edmonds, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, who blocking us? No. I don't see nobody stopping us. No. Number one, no one on top uh. of us. What they gonna do in Matt Malone? Coming with the blitz off the edge. Don't you throw it in the air, cause Trey White and Micah High will intercept. Von Miller getting double team, not a team getting easy sacks. Russo with the double moves, coming straight for the quarterback. Take him down, take him down. McDermott clapping on the sidelines, and the crowd going crazy. Mafia, it's our time. Josh Allen, it's your time. It's the Mafia, yeah. Sunday, one Bills drive. Mafia, where you at? Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia.
Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Yeah. Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. It's the Buffalo Bills, eh? It's the Buffalo Bills, eh? Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Josh Allen, Steph Diggs, Shaq Lawson, who's stopping us? Trey Edmonds, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, who blocking us? I don't see nobody stopping us. Number one, no one on top of us. Mitch Moore snapped to Josh Allen, looking down the field, see no one open, so he scrambled right, he sees somebody open, but he off balance, so he gotta be focused, Dawkins with the block, Allen with the shock, 70 yards, will it be called Gabe Davis or Jay Crowder, down the field, past the whole roster, that step digs, make it so easy, touchdown, high mark field rocking every Sunday, got a hangover on every Monday, get your bass kick, you know we winning, Josh Allen passing, who gon' pass us, with Devin and Cook, you know we great, if you're not a Bills fan, we don't relate, nah, Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Josh Allen, Steph Diggs, Don Brown, who's stopping us? Trey Edmonds, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, who's blocking us? No one. Thank you for listening to the Circling the Wagons podcast. Download and subscribe to us in your favorite podcast service. Email us at ctwpod at gmail.com. That's Charlie Tango Whiskey Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ctwpod. And most importantly, go Bills! Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, mate. <laughs>